Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So today, we are finishing our Life in the Spirit series. Yes, part five. So today, what the power of God can do for you. What the power of God can do for you. What the power of God can do for you. Life in the spirit is power. Life in the spirit is power. 2 Timothy 1.7 2 Timothy 1.7 2 Timothy 1.7 Life in the spirit is power. Are we there for 7? NKJV For God has not given us a spirit of fear hallelujah but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. God has not given us or permitted us to have a spirit of fear, but rather, he has given us the spirit of love, of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. So life in the spirit is a life of power, a life of love, and a life of a sound mind. So today, we'll be narrowing down on a life of power, what the power of God can do for us. So first things first, we should not be timid. We should not be fearful. Even when fear makes sense in natural, says he has not given us the spirit of fear. Meaning that for the believer in Christ, fear is forbidden. Hallelujah. Fear is forbidden. So where it makes sense to fear, God tells us, I have not permitted you a spirit of fear. So you also, we must then agree with God and forbid fear. Hallelujah. I refuse to be timid. I am courageous. Hallelujah. I have a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Glory to Jesus. So the believer has the spirit of power. It is not what we will have. It is what we have. We have been given. Hallelujah. We have been given a spirit of power. And we know power is the ability to do work. Right, thanks, students. What is power? Ability to get work done. So we have been given power to get work done. Hallelujah. So we have capacity to get results. Ability to get stuff done. Say on Sunday that the power of God in our lives is not church power. 
is power unto all things. The power of God is power. The power of God is, is power. It's not just power. It's all-surpassing power. Hallelujah. And the believer in Christ has a spirit of power. So say after me, I have the spirit of power. Hallelujah. Acts 1.8. It says, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So when you receive the Holy Ghost, you received power. Hallelujah. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. When you got born again, you receive the Holy Ghost and you receive this power. Let's say one more time. When you receive the Holy Ghost at salvation, you received the power of God. So God's power is not what you will have. It's something you have now. Hallelujah. So if you're a believer in Christ, you will have the power of God available in you. You have been given a spirit of power. So, no matter what life throws, tries to throw at you, you remind life, I've been given a spirit of power. I'm full of the power of God. You cannot intimidate me. Hallelujah. We must you know, keep ourselves reminded of this. I have the spirit of power. So what the power of God can do for you? Hallelujah. Samuel 16. First Samuel 16. First Samuel 16. First Samuel 16. First Samuel 16. Christ told them, I've been given all authority so that you go into the world. Not that you showed your power in church, no. You want to take the power into the world, hallelujah. So it's not church power. It's power you take into the world. From verse 12. From verse 12. Talking about how Samuel anointed David. Verse 12, together. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Amen, Queen. Verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Verse 14. Want to go? But the Spirit of the Lord parted from Saul and what? The distressing Spirit of the Lord troubled him. Don't mind, don't mind the language already, okay? <laughs> Verse 15. And Saul's servant said to him, Surely it is distressing spirit from God. Is troubling. Please, God has a distressing spirit. God does not have a distressing spirit. God does not have a distressing spirit. We've said earlier in this chapter over again that God is said to do what He permitted, what He allowed, what He did not stop. Okay? So it's not as though God sent, sent a distressing spirit, but that God allowed Him to, to suffer a distressing, a distressing spirit. Okay? That God did not stop it. We said earlier all over again that when people walk into devil's territory, devil is permitted to afflict them. So when people are disobedient, you know, they walk into devil's traps where devil can afflict. So it's not, it's not God that's afflicting them, but that they walked into the devil's dominion and God could not stop them. All right? 
So yeah, it looks like he was depressed, actually. It looks like, like depression. Yeah, it looks like depression for, for Saul. All right? Verse 15. And Saul's servant said to him, together, surely, yeah, 16. Let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the app. And it shall be that he will play with his hands when he shall rest upon you, and you shall be well. Verse 17. So Saul said to his servants, Provide me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Verse 18. Together, one of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome man. And the Lord is with him. Look at this. Now, I'm sure there were many people that could play the app. There were many skillful men. There were many fine-talking men. There were, you know, before this time, David had never really fought, you know, a war. So, all he did now, before this time, was to um, probably fight the lion and the bear in protecting his father's flock, the sheep. But they called him a mighty man of valor, a man of war. He was yet to fight a war, <laughs> prudent in speech, and a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. Now, before now, even in David's house, they did not send him. Before the anointing, nobody sent David, not even his brothers in the house. So he was not special, he wasn't the mighty man of valor, he was just our naughty younger brother that walks in the forest. In fact, when someone called for important people in the family, they did not call him to show that he was not important. But suddenly, he was anointed. And next thing, in the king's house was an opportunity. And they, they said, David is the man for the job. The power of his life, you know, God's glory of his life began to reveal him, began to market him. Hallelujah. The anointing, the power of God can market you. The glory of God can, you know, reveal you to your world. Hallelujah. Brings you opportunities. Brings you favor. Enhances your skill. Makes people speak well of you. Hallelujah. When you grow in grace, you grow in favor. So right here, we see David grew in grace by the anointing of Samuel. All right? And immediately, he grew in favor. Hallelujah. They began to speak well of him. So when they needed somebody to do something, his name was mentioned. Hallelujah. The power of God on your life will make your name cut places where you, know, you do not get to. The power of God in your life will bring opportunities, will bring you favor, will open big doors for you. Hallelujah. God's power upon your life brings you favor. You must believe this. You must believe this. Hallelujah. God's power in your life will bring you opportunities. You wonder, why me? Am I the only, the only designer? Am I the only um, person that sells gadgets? Am I the only one that, that, that's an IT guy? Am I the only, am I the only, am I the only? That is how grace functions. Grace makes your work stand out. Grace enhances your skill. Hallelujah. 
Grace enhances your skill, makes you look good. It was handsome. Grace makes you look. You don't forget his father's house when he was made, he did not call him first. The first called Eliab, called Shama, called everybody else. So he was not the most fine in his house. He was not the most fine in his house. But suddenly, they say, he's an handsome guy. The anointing of God makes you look better than you really look. It enhances you. It makes you attractive. Hallelujah. Makes you beautiful. The anointing is comely. Oh, glory to Jesus. The anointing brings favor, brings attraction. Hallelujah. What the power of God can do for you. You know, imagine that you are um, you're a CEO of your company, all right? And you, you have a proposal before a major company, and there are 20 other proposals there. And some are just as good as you are. Yeah, you're one of the best, right? But there are many others as best, in quote, as you are. But the, the grace of God upon your life can make your work just have this aroma, this aura of, of favor. People just like you. They just like you. I wonder why. The anointing makes you likable. Hallelujah. God's power upon your life makes you likable. Makes you stand out and answers your skill. Make people receive your ministry. Glory to Jesus. Make people receive your business, your career. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Sorry, verse 19. Therefore, continue. So sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. 20. Took a donkey there with bread, a skin of wine, and a young goat. And sent them by his son David to Saul. 21. So David came and, and to Saul and stood before him. Look at this. And he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. 22. Then Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor. Look at this. He has found favor in my sight. 23. And so it was. Continue. Yeah. That David would take a harp and play to his hand. Then Saul will become refreshed and well. Hallelujah. Would depart him. So he would play with his anointing and skill and just walk. He got results. This is what the power of God will do in your life to make your, your works, your skills enhanced. You will get results. There's a song. We know the song, right? Yeah. So that what, you know, supposedly mighty men struggle to do. Hallelujah. God's grace makes it come, you know, a lot easier for you. That's the idea. Where they fail, hallelujah, God's grace is enough to help you succeed. Verse 17, chapter 17, 17, 17 25. Same book, 1725. Chapter 17, verse 25. 25, yeah. Chapter 17, verse 25. So, backstory, okay? So, next chapter was the story of David and Goliath. Okay? Again, Goliath came and made great boast, told Israel, see, it was a giant. So, show of himself. Says, this fight is necessary. 
Just let us do one man to one man. Whoever wins one to one man is the winner of the fight. So if I win your champion, I'm the winner. Right? He was sure of himself. Okay? So David's father sent David to go and take food. Again, they called this guy a warrior. He had never fought a real war. It was why he was at home during war. The real fighters had gone to war. You understand? So they sent him to take food to real fighters. To take food to men that can fight. Hallelujah. So he got there and he heard Goliath making his great boast. All right? So he then asked, what will be done for the man that defeats Goliath? Now, imagine your younger brother. Your younger brother, your black tax. Okay? Uh, <laughs> making boast. You know, outside, like, guy, guy, sh- 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 something's wrong with you. Yeah. So they told him, David, what's it better? You've come again. So just imagine that picture. The younger brother, this, you know, it's not such a big deal. He's not a warrior. He's not a fighter. But at this point, he was already anointed, and there was grace speaking on his inside. 25. Want to go? So, want to go? So the men of Israel said, are we together? 25. Yeah. Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches. Hallelujah. Ha. Will give him his daughter. Woo! And give his father's out. You know, yeah. Yeah. In Israel. Good deal, right? That the man that kills this giant, uh, he has blown. Number one, the king will give him great riches. Number two, the king will give him his daughter. Woo! I like this package. Amen, amen. Ah, amen. Hallelujah. All right? And the king also give him freedom from taxes, okay? His family will no more pay taxes. See, when you allow God to solve problems through you, it comes with rewards on the earth. People that solve problems, you know, they have rewards. Hallelujah. So growing in the anointing and it's showing on your job as rewards. As rewards. Materially, it has rewards. This is what the power of God will do for you. To make you a problem solver on a different degree. On a much higher level. See, in this chapter, people ran from Goliath. Goliath David ran to Goliath. So, what scares men in your industry is what you run at. Hallelujah. What they term impossible, unsurmountable, is what you run at. Now, you don't even work at it. You run. Hallelujah. The anointing makes you a problem solver on a much higher level. This is what the power of God can do in your life. Let's go to verse 28. 28. Verse 28. Together. Now, Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. Together. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David and said, Why did you come down here? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the what? <laughs> For you have come down to see the battle. Now, when you begin to grow in knowing who you are, you become more confident. People, call it, people think you're arrogant. 
when you become surer in God's grace at work in you, people begin to think like you are, you are being boastful. Why is, why is it like this? Why is it every time it's like this? And they don't know that you, you're just confident. It's not pride. You're just sure of who you are, who you are, what you have. Hallelujah. But people will talk. Let them talk their talk. Amen. Glory to Jesus. The guy was earlier says, who have you left the sheep with? We know you as a sheep guy. That is your ministry. Don't do more than sheep. But even where, you know, where men saw a shepherd in the forest, God saw a mighty man of war. God saw a king. Hallelujah. God's part talking you will take you from forest to the throne. That's the idea. Hallelujah. To propel you in life, to promote you in life. Take you further. Where message cannot get to. God's part talking you will take you further. Beyond what men think you are. Hallelujah. There are people that people, people have looked down at you. They've concluded you small. Small. Who is he? What did he study? Hallelujah. God's power at work in you will make you rise and shine. Glory to Jesus. Let's continue. All right? Okay, let's continue. And David said, help me continue. Are we dead together? 29. Okay, want to go? What have I done now? Is there not a cause? Then he turned from him to another and said the same thing. And these people answered him as the first one did. That's one. Now, those which David spoke were heard, and they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. 32. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Continue. You're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. 34. But David said to Saul, continue, his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from his mouth. And when it was against me, I caught it by his beard and struck and killed it. Woo! Your servant has killed both lion and bear. Yeah, will be like one of them, seeing as he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, continue, yeah, from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go, the Lord be with you. 38. So Saul clothed David with his armor and put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. Okay, 39. Yeah, to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with this, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. 40. Then he took a staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch where he, which he had. And a sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. We can stop there. We can stop there. So, this little man, okay, where what, pe- what people had experienced 
ran away from. These two men went and told the king, I'm going to fight Goliath. See, when we begin to understand the power at work in us, we, we begin to walk in a new level of courage and audacity. Hallelujah. It makes you dare things that people have experienced not dare. Allow yourself to do it. Allow yourself to dare what experience may run away from. Allow yourself to dare. See, in this case, David could only fight this war because people ran away from it. It's the only reason why he had, had this chance because people that had experience would not dare. So there are things that happen around you that, is, you know, that people that have experience run away from. That is your chance. Hallelujah. It's your chance to deploy the power of God at work in you. Allow yourself there. Saul said you can't. You are only a youth. Meaning, this matter pass you. Hallelujah. But let no man despise you because you are young. That's the idea. Let no man say you can't because you are young. When God says to you you can't, go and do it. Go do it. Go do it. Run that business. Pursue that account. Dear that project. Take mighty steps. Once you can understand that God is leading you, you are not too young to dare. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. All right? So he told Saul, this me that you call a youth, I have a history with God. Woo. I have, with the same anointing, with the same power, I fought a lion. I fought a bear. I will take on this guy. That God has kept me through these things. The same God will deliver this guy into my hands. See, when we need to walk with God, you know, and to flow, you know, in his power and his grace, you will have in your life a record of victories. Did you get that? You will have a history of victories. Okay, with God's help, I did that. With his help, I did that too. With his help again, I will do that one also. Hallelujah. It's being conscious of the anointing, of the grace upon your life. Being power conscious, being help conscious, being only ghost conscious. That you're a God carrier. You're a carrier of divine ability, of divine life. Let it help you build a track of, of, of success, of impact, of influence. So it means that you must deliberately dare things with audacity, with his grace. That is how you build a track record. Deliberately take on stuff with God's support. Don't just merely act. Hallelujah. You act, take actions, power conscious. Enter a boardroom meeting, power conscious, grace, favor conscious. Enter a company, power conscious, favor conscious, ability conscious. Take, take, take on a, a new task. Power conscious. Favor conscious. Send a proposal. Power conscious. Favor conscious. Grace conscious. You must carry a God consciousness. You must carry a divine backing consciousness. David said here, said here, God delivered him into my hands. So I was going into it with a God consciousness. That's the idea. God conscious. Woo! Power conscious. Favor conscious, divine help conscious. That my trust is not my ability to fight. My trust is the one that backs me, the one that sent me. Hallelujah. Be power conscious. Be God conscious. Be glory conscious. Be anointed. Be, you know, be, 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 be walk, you know, aware of these things. Don't merely just try new things. 
approach things with a God consciousness. This is before I ask, I pray about it. To be sure I'm led there. Once I'm led there, I'm going to go. Hallelujah. I don't walk alone. I don't just mean any freestyle activities. I'm led. I'm led. And when I'm led, I'm power conscious. Hallelujah. This is how we ought to live our daily lives. As students, as career people, as business owners, this is how you ought to live your life. The power of God conscious. This is how you will rise by his grace. It's how where mere men fail, it's how you succeed there. You did not come alone. You came in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 45. 45. 45. Once we go, then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But look at this. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The what? God of the arms of Israel, whom you have defied. 46 together. This day, the Lord delivered you into my hand, and I will strike you down hey, and take your head from you. Continue. And this day, yeah, of the camp of the Philistines, to the best of the air and the wildness of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. For seven, you shall know, yeah, for the battle is the Lord's, and we give you into our hands. 48, yeah, and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and strung the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. 50. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. But 51. Therefore, David ran here and took Philistine's sword, took the last sword, and drew it out of his sheet and killed him and cut off his head with it. Yeah, yeah. So, this David guy that did not carry Saul's sword and armor, but went with what God had trained him with, went with what he had in his hands, his bow and his sling, took Goliath with his sling, and then is Goliath's own sword to finish the job. What God has given is enough. The rest will show up in process. Your bow and sling is enough. Go and start with that. The rest that you need will show up in process. Trust the things that God has put in your hands. Start with what you have. What, what else you need will show up in process. Glory to Jesus. Chapter 18. Chapter 18. Chapter 18. Let's use NIV. Chapter 18, verse 5. NIV. Chapter 18, verse 5. NIV. 
what the power of God can do in your life. Are we there? Chapter 18, verse 5. First Samuel 18, verse 5. Want to go? Whatever mission Saul sent him on was so successful that Saul gave him a high rank in the army. This pleased all the troops and Saul's officers as well. So in all he was sent to, Bible says he was so successful. Hallelujah. The anointing. God's power at work in you will make you succeed. Verse 12. Same chapter. Verse 12. Saul was afraid of David. Continue. Yeah. Verse 13. From him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaigns. Verse 14. In everything he did, look at this, he had great success because the Lord was with him. Verse 15. When Saul saw how successful he was, he was afraid of him. Woo! Hallelujah. His results, they fear boys. Hallelujah. In all he did, he was successful. Why? The hand of God was with him. The Lord was with him. So in all he did, he succeeded. When we get to practice doing life with God, being God conscious, being power you know, conscious, being anointed conscious, being grace conscious, you will succeed more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In all he did, he was successful. 24. 24 to 30. Same chapter. 24 to 30. Are we together tonight? 24. Want to go? When Saul's servant told him what David had said, Saul replied, said to David, look at this. Okay, so the king wanted to, wanted to give David his daughter now to trap him. Not because he liked David, but because Micah has square square thinking that Micah will be his downfall. So here was David trying to avoid marrying the king's daughter. But the king said, you must marry this daughter. So the king was looking for a way to use it to trap him, saying, I will give him this hard task to marry this girl. This task will kill him. That's his point. All right? Let's go together. Verse 25. Saul replied, said to David, the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistine foreskins to take revenge on his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. So tell him to go and bring, kill them and cut their foreskin hundred. So go and kill hundred Philistine men. And to show proof of killing them is that you bring their foreskin. You know what foreskin is? Okay. 26. 26. When the attendants told David these things, he was pleased to become the king's son-in-law. So before another time elapsed, David took his men with him and went out, look at this, and killed 200 and brought their foreskin. <laughs> they told him to bring 100. He brought 200. They thought 100 would kill him. He brought 200. Hallelujah. Capacity. Not just, he was skillful, right? But there was grace on his skill. There was grace on his skill. This same David guy could take care of sheep. This same guy could play the app. This same guy became a mighty, a mighty warrior. So in all his skill learning, there was grace. If he picked a skill, grace will show up in that skill. This same guy became a fine leader of soldiers. Don't forget, he wasn't the tallest guy. 
wasn't the biggest guy. But this guy became a leader of mighty men, of soldiers. God's grace made him rise in everything. So, in what God has put in your hands, he has grace available to help you succeed, to help you rise. There is power in life, in the spirit, to make you rise in life. They told him, kill 100 men. He killed 200. So that when you think he would fail, you will never succeed. Ha! When they thought he would fail, he over succeeded. What they called a trap when became stepping stones. If there's inflation, if you're in trouble, that is when the man that understands the workings of God will even rise even some more. Isaac prospered even in famine, much more, much more in famine than before famine. Isaac became great and very great in famine. Hallelujah. When you are power conscious, what men call traps for you becomes, you know, what you rise over. Hallelujah. In all these things, you are more than conqueror. Power conscious, grace conscious, life in the spirit is life of power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 30. The Philistine, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, Saul became still more afraid of him and remained his enemy the rest of his days. 30. The Philistine commanders continued to go out to battle. And as often as they did, David met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers. And his name became well known. Hallelujah. Step by step in victories. Because God was with him. Life in the spirit is a life of power. Ability to get results. Don't make, don't make power spiritual. Don't, don't, don't make it something that, that, is, that, that, you cannot, that you cannot explain. Power is simply ability to get results. So, this power can get any results. Can also get results in having good counsel, good ideas. Do you understand? So it's not just merely, you know, it's not only power to heal the sick or dead. That, that is good. But this power is all surpassing power. It has no context. You give, give the power context. Power has no context. We give power context. We give the power direction. So in all you do, the power takes direction there. So I can channel the power anywhere to any context in the course of my life. Hallelujah. So this power ought to show on your job. There has to be more to you than, than, than regular staff. Are you get my point here? There has to be more to you than regular students. So because you understand power talking you, you're not just a staff. You are the staff. You are the students. Not merely a student. You are you are the students, not just, not just the students, not just one of them. You are the students. You are the staff. You are the CEO, not just one, not just one regular CEO. You are the, the designer. You are the, you are the, hallelujah. Because there's more to your life than what mere men can fathom. Consciousness. Consciousness. Being aware of the power. Hallelujah. God's power brings favor, brings boldness opportunity, ability to make you, you know, develop skills quicker, easier, make your works, you know, as, as, as you apply yourself to work, makes your work more excellent as you give your best because you must give your best. You must work hard. There's no free grace for lazy men. 
There's no free grace for lazy men. There's no grace for lazy men for soft life without work. There's no grace for soft life without work. No, no, no. You, you apply yourself. You give it your best. You, you work hard. One midnight can't do. Apply yourself. Be diligent, right? But God's grace will make excellence shine over your works. Give you ideas, capacity, innovation, invention, ideas, strength to get the job done. Hallelujah. Good work ethics. God's power at work in you is the game changer. Is the, so you become the student, the staff, the CEO. Your work become, begins to stand out on its own, specially. Hallelujah. So we have to be conscious of the power. Conscious. Life in the spirit is being spirit conscious. Setting our minds on things as in Christ. Being aware of the things as in Christ. I guess what I mean. You have to carry this consciousness. To be carnal means to have your mind on earthly things. To be spiritual means to have your mind on things yours, to be aware, conscious of things yours in Christ, and deploy it. Deploy it. Deploy it. Hallelujah. So, one way we deploy this is through prayer. Through prayer. One way we are power conscious is through a lifestyle of prayer. When you live prayed up, you are generally more aware of your realities in Christ, of spiritual realities. When you live prayed up, you stir up the power available to you. Prayer is like the, is like the art pumping blood through, through the entire body. Prayer is like the art pumping blood through the body. Poof, poof, poof. So as you stay prayed up, you're always pumping power. Hallelujah. As you stay prayed up, there's always power flowing through your system, getting things done. A life of prayer is a life of a healthy heart, pumping power through your life. Five, five, six, men always ought to pray and not give up. says, Praying always in the spirit. 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 Hallelujah. Colossians 4, Colossians 4 says, give yourself to prayer. Hallelujah. Give yourself to prayer. It says, give yourself as into a life of prayer. Because it's devotion. Give yourself to, to, to devotion in prayer. You must be committed to, you know, to a lifestyle of prayer. This is how we, we leverage on the power that's available to us. It's how we lean on the power available to us. Romans 12, 12 says, be faithful in prayer. Be faithful in prayer. Prayer is, is, is how we get, you know, is the art pumping the power of God all through our life affairs. So a man that is living prayed up is consistently pumping that power all through his life. This is how we leverage on the power of God available to us. Prayer. So I remember during my IT, I had this, uh, um, this supervisor. Not supervisor, she was a staff there, but she was way older, my mommy's mate. She'd always say everything to have you prayed. Any small thing, have you prayed about it? She looked like mama, familiar, but yeah, but it makes sense. Over everything, have you prayed? Have you prayed? Are you in prayer? 
Are you in prayer? I'm not a proposal. Are you praying about it? Just, just do, uh, I'm smart now. I'm a proposal. No. Are you praying? Are you praying? About that job? Are you praying? About your exams? Are you praying? About your career? Are you praying? About, you know, are you staying in prayer? Most importantly, you have a lifestyle of praying in tongues. Hallelujah. You cannot make best use of, your, of things available to you in Christ if you're not praying in tongues. You have to cultivate a lifestyle of praying in tongues. You must find time in your day to pray in tongues. If you have time to eat, you have time to pray. If you have time to eat, you have time to pray. If you have time to walk, you have time to pray. Don't be the farmer. Farmer, your, your axe is done. Go and sharpen your axe. You ask, ah, I'm too busy using the axe. I'm too busy. I cannot sharpen. I'm too busy. So it exerts more strength to get stuff done. So when you don't pray, you're, you're, like, you're like a farmer that is using his blunt axe because he's too busy to get sharpened. Hallelujah. We are not praying for power. We are praying from power. We have been given the spirit of power. When, when the ghost came for us, I was asked when the devil was coming for us. So when, when we receive the Holy Ghost, we receive power. We are not praying for power. We are praying to stir up the power. We are praying to deploy the power. We are praying to keep the power flowing. So the power is there. We are praying to put the power into use. Get, 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 get to the operation now. It's like, I have a generator. Generator is there. It's working, but it's not on. I get my point here. When I pull the gen, it begins to supply power. The power was always there in the gen. I put it on to, for its supply. So prayer is getting your gen started to supply power. The power was always there in, in, in the machine. We, we put, it, put it on to get the power to flow. Ephesians, Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. In all things pray. For all things pray. Pray in tongues especially. Ephesians 1. Let's start from verse 15. Verse 15. NKJV. Ephesians 1 from verse 15. NKJV. Want to go? Therefore, are we together? Everybody together. I also, after I heard of your faith in Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you here in my prayer, 17, that the God of Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of human revelation and knowledge of him. Verse 18. Yeah. Yeah. That you may know what's the hope of his calling. Are we together? Verse 19. 19 together. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Again, verse 19 again. 19 again. And what is the what? The exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. Continue. According to the working of his mighty power. 20. Which he walked in Christ. When he was risen from the dead. And 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So Paul says, I'm praying for you, not that you have power. I'm praying 
that you come to an awareness of the power available to you in Christ. I'm not praying for you that you will have power. I'm, this is the prayer point. I'm praying that you are, you are aware that you have power. I'm praying for you that you come to an awareness of the things yours in Christ. That you will know that, that one of those things is, is power available in you. Says so the power working in you is the same power that took us off from the dead and raised us from the dead. That same power is available to you. That there's power at work in you. There's power available to you. So we are not praying for power. We are praying from power to be aware, to be aware, to be power conscious. So there's a way a life of prayer makes you conscious of the things yours in Christ. Hallelujah. There's power at work in you. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Want to go now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. According to his words, to the power that works in us is able to do beyond our imaginations. How? According to the power at work in us. The power at work in you is the power you are aware of. How you get my point this evening? The power that works for you and through you is the power you are aware of, that you are, that, that you are conscious of. So why will be power conscious? Hallelujah. This is how you put the power to use. That the power becomes, you know, working in your life by being power conscious. Power conscious. How does this happen? You feed on the word and you stay in prayer. You feed on the word and you stay in prayer. It's how you become aware of the power working in you. It's how you also make the power operational. The power that works in you is able to do exceedingly more abundantly above all that you can imagine. So, your job is to stay power conscious, stay the power by a life of study and prayer, then deploy the power by faith. Hallelujah. You stay the power by prayer and study, then deploy the power by faith commands. You stay the power by prayer and study, and then deploy the power by faith commands. You stay the power by prayer and study, and then deploy the power by faith commands. You stir the power by prayer, praying, especially praying in tongues. You stir the power by prayer and study, because you must know the things yours in Christ. You must know things yours and how to operate those things. All right? So you, you stir the power by prayer and study and then deploy the power by faith commands. See, if you don't know who you are in Christ, you make empty commands. You should not carry any weight. Because you are just saying, you say from your head, you are, you are, it's not from your heart, it's not, it's not that deep. When you're a man of prayer and study, your commands come with power. Hallelujah. James 5.19. James 5.16. James 5.16. James 5.16. James 5.16. 
16. Are we there? Want to go? Yeah. And pray for one another that you may be healed. Look at this. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. One more time. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Another says, makes power, makes tremendous power available. Makes tremendous power available. It says, the prayer fervent heartfelt prayer makes tremendous trembling power tremendous let me say tremendous makes tremendous power available mighty in his work amplified version amplified version same chapter amplified version AMP sorry Amplified version. James 5.16. Amplified version. Start from the Hatfield. Are we there? James 5.16. Amplified version. Amplified version. James 5.16. So, once you go, the heartfelt and pastoral prayer of righteous man is able to accomplish much. When put into action, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. AMPC. Sorry, AMPC. Don't check some. AMPC. AMPC. Yes, thank you. AMPC. Unified version, the classic one. Want to go? Start from the earnest. Hallelujah. The earnest, heartfelt, look at this, continued prayer of righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his working. One more time. The earnest. The earnest means heartfelt. Means continued, continued, okay, prayer of righteous man makes tremendous power available that is dynamic in its working. So he says this power available in you, you deploy it by earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer. He says this kind of prayer makes tremendous power available dynamic in his working. So he says, you want to see the power of God begin to work in your life, go to in your life. You will stay in prayer. That is heartfelt. That is continued. You put your leg on the chair. You're going to press it hard. You apply pressure. The more you press it, the more you go faster. You apply pressure. You apply, on, yeah, on your accelerator. You apply pressure. Heartfelt. Continued. So the more you go at it, the more power is supplied. The more you go at it, the more power is supplied. The more you go at it, the more power is supplied. People stop too early. The more you go at it, the more power is supplied. The more you go at it, the more power is supplied. The more you go at it, the more power is supplied. The earnest, heartfelt, continued. Not to pray to the deep the next month. Continued, continued, makes tremendous power available. So, if you will see this power operate in your life, you will stay in heartfelt, continued prayer. Heartfelt, continued prayer. You stay like this, it will show on your job, in your education, in your career, in your business, in your family life. Hallelujah. Power. 
dynamic in its working. Come in, I feel nice. Let's go gas the other about our Let's pray in tongues for the next seven minutes. Lepra goes kumate leget this katashte. Rico supriande adabarada gases. Lepra goes super lediriosa. When we pray together, we stir up power. As in, even bigger than we pray alone. When we pray together, we stir up even much more power than when we pray alone. So right now, even though we're, not, even though we're, we're in different places already, we're watching online, watching remotely, we are making power available. Even though we're watching from all over the world, from anywhere you are, but we are one in spirit in prayer. We are one together praying. So we are one. So we're making power available. If you can't pray in tongues, believe for it. If you don't pray in tongues, believe for it now. If you don't pray in tongues, believe for it now. If you don't pray in tongues, believe for it now. And right now, open your mouth in faith and it will come out of your mouth. If you don't pray in tongues before, right now, believe for it. Open your mouth now and talk to floors. I said so, so it will be. Kelama ina kasuzia. Lepra gadalada gasasia. Elus katish tapandem. Let's open that mouth and tongues will fly out. I said so, I know. Lepre esuta galiotosa. Repranda lada gasasia. Lepre gadagadagosasia. Lesuto lapre gadidiosa. Raka suprehede gediza. Lipria namatesa. Lekosute gadidiosa. La sita la paladica. Lepro lonocosas. Lepre gediosa rato supriande gede leko supriande kada masete gedia lipria kata lepre gadosa rasi ladiasa rapra gadagasis lapra gadiosa lepre gelekadegesis lipria nagate rako suto lepre giza rasuto baladasis lepre gedegedea lapra gasuprande rika supre gediosa rata lapa ladikadasa lepra dalatamadas Lesute la nenene, Libriando Sutosa, Leprogoski Anana, Inamanini Anana, Omananananashe, Eliana Managos, Lepragosu Predica, Libria Gedasas, Marcos Sumati, Lepragadiosa, Rakatosata, Repa Ladagada, Lepragasuta, Elamanata, Elapragadagada, Lesu Prehediosus, Libragadiosa, Marquesusia, Prayer is the art that pumps the power. 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 Masina nanana. As you pray, the power goes kiki. It's pumped. Manana. And then as you pray, power is supplied. As you pray, power is supplied. Mate lani asusia. Lepra gadagada. Lepra gasiata. Lepra dabaladesa. Eli sutamada. Eleko sumanangadam. Ina sutiana. Reka suprande. Igatusiande. As you pray, you grow in God. Take on that issue. You grow in God. Take on that issue. You grow in God. To take on that issue. As you pray, you grow in God. 
encouraged to take on that issue. You grow power conscious. As you, as you pray, you, you become more and more power aware, power aware, power conscious to take on that task. Meliki Adagadab, to take on that project. Manana, to take on that skill. Lepri Agadaya, Ipriya Namate. La Pragasutea, Zita Nanana, Ele Cosimate, Lipria Gadasusia, Lepra Gada Gasusia, Lapra Gata Gasusia, Lepra Gade Gasus, Lepra Gosumate, Ratosate, Ijuna, Inamatiosa, Rate Gadiosa, Le Cosumate, Ilusa Mate, Ipriana Gate, Ipra Gasuda, Epra Nososia, Lepra Gala Casusia, Lipria Gada, Epre Gatola Casusia. Leko supra gadidiosa, lapra gatiate, lepra gasuta, inamatinana, lepre gesutiana, isus kataya, ila malinate, isus katea, isosote, isala priandege, ilama eko suzia, ratela nagasis, eluska davasha, epria gadasa, enamokolaskes, epria nakate, isus kafada, ima losumate. Come on, pray some more. Pray some more. Stir up that power. Let's suit up. Stir up the gifts of God available in you. Stir up the gifts. Stir up the gifts. Stir up the gifts. We stir up the anointing by prayer. Stir up the gifts of God that work in you. Lepra Gadiasis. Lepra Gosumati. Lepra Gatianes. Lepra Gosata. Lepra Gadasusia. Lapra da Casicata, Zuscate, Elepra Necosa, Mati Rakizan, Elepra Nosa, Iatuzakia, Juscate, Lepre Ganocosa, Lapra Gasutea, Ila Matonama, Ina Matsuna Mate, Lepra Dalakesatia, Juscate, Elacosa, Masita Gade Galato, Epra Namatela. Epregosia Tavasha, Elena Matinate, Isus Catelaki, Irakosa Nata, Inamilia Cassia, Idavia Cassa, Esus Cate, La Pragasia Delegate, Lipraga Suprehende, Elocosata, Mate Gassiana, Rapria Nagada, Susca Palate, Raparnasi, Ianamate, Esoskiana, La Pragate Lake Susia. La Pragada Gasute, Zuska Talase, Elatoso Prende Gedia, Juscate, Rapra Gassiande, Rapra Gasse Ketiosa, Rata Lapaladiza, Inamatula Mate, Rika Susa. As you pray, you grow more power conscious, more power aware, aware of the pathwork in you, aware of the things yours in Christ, aware to deploy. I went to make use of, I went to Lambano, Elisa Nate, Rusuta Badigasia, Mato Gopre Edia, La Pragasiate, Lepra Gasutaya Namate, Suska Taliata, Rata Gasi Kadiasa, La Pragasu Pregadiza, Le Gasia Nana, Ipriaga Dosa Pala, Ila Pregatela, Juska Taya, Ipria Namate, Lepra Gasiata, Suska Taliada Bagatasas, Manananas. Hallelujah. You wait for what you don't have. Look at this. You wait for what you don't have yet. Right? You wait on what is yours. Let me explain. So imagine you're a waiter in a restaurant. You wait for the person coming. Amen. Right? But you wait on the person with you. How do you wait on activity? What do you ask them? What do I do? Go and bring me water. You wait on. Waiting on is activity. 
Hallelujah. Waiting on is active. Waiting for is inactive. Waiting for is inactive. Waiting on is activity. Now, because we have power available to us, we're not, we're not waiting for the power. We are waiting on the power. We're not waiting for the power. We are waiting on the power. How do we wait on? Activity. What activity? Prayer. Prayer. Prayer is how we wait on the power. It's how we deploy the power. We're not waiting for it. It's how we deploy the power. Righteous man's heartfelt, continued prayer makes tremendous power available. So if you will see God's power flow through you, you will wait on God in prayer. In prayer. You must be praying in tongues. You must be praying in tongues. You must be praying in tongues. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.